Welcome to Parker's MMA show. This week we're going to be looking back on UFC 242, Khabib versus Justin Gaethje. Also looking forward to this weekend's card. You've got Cowboy Cerrone uh, versus Justin Gaethje going down in Canada. So let's get it on. Alrighty, so your UFC 242 main event went down in Abu Dhabi last weekend. Um, Khabib Nurmagomedov defended his lightweight title versus Dustin Poirier. Uh, Khabib ended up getting the third round stoppage in 2.06 into the third round with a rear naked choke submission victory. Um, overall, I thought, you know, Khabib kind of does what he does, you know, the last, you know, all of his fights. He's undefeated. Um, he kind of weathers the storm, you know, takes your biggest shots, takes you down, holds you down, wears you out. And then looks for the finish. Um, I honestly, I, I thought Dustin had a much better chance. Um, probably the best chance of anyone I've seen fight Khabib. I, I thought he was going to get a late knockout and uh, that just wasn't the case. He just could never really find his rhythm. Um, he did clip Khabib. Let's see, I think it was in the second round. Um, you know, he clipped him good. He kind of wobbled him a little bit and... Um, you know, Khabib was able to just regroup and get back together and continue with his game plan. But, um, you know, he took him down, held him down for, you know, most of the first round. And then he got clipped in the second round, took him down again, held him down for probably half the round. And then going into the third round, Dustin had that, um, he had a pretty nice shot. He was in pretty deep on a guillotine and, you know, he just burned himself out. I think he held onto the guillotine too long. Um, he had it for, you know, a little over a minute, probably, or right around a minute. And then, you know, once he let go, he was he was just worn down. Um, I think he just gassed himself out. Khabib worked his way to his back and um, just kind of methodically got the finish. Um, I, I think this really just shows everyone how good Khabib is and if there was any doubt before, it, it does a lot to just kind of erase the doubt and um, it's kind of establish him as a dominant champion. Um, so, yeah, next we've got, let me see, I, I think the fight's got to be Tony Ferguson. Um, Tony Ferguson's on a 12-fight win streak. Obviously, Khabib's never lost. That sets up for a really, really big fight. I'm hoping towards the end of the year or early next year sometime, um, that'll definitely be the biggest lightweight title fight of all time. You've got you know undefeated Khabib versus Tony Ferguson, who's been on a terror and hasn't lost since 2012. They've tried to book these guys you know three, four, five times. So. <laughs> It's one of those fights that just had never ever came together, but I think it's just stirring up to be one of the biggest fights. You know, when these two finally clash, um, this is a fight everyone's been looking forward to. This is this is going to be Khabib's biggest test. Tony Ferguson is just a absolute savage animal, and you know Khabib's the same. So. Their, their styles, it's going to be very, very interesting how they match up. Um, Tony's you know, obviously got that really, really wild style. He's good everywhere. He hits you from all angles. He you know, is very, very unpredictable. He's got nasty elbows. Um, you know, Really, really good ground game off his back. So I think that's where it could get interesting. I, 
you know, you can almost bet that Khabib's going to take him down at some point, but I think Tony's going to kind of invite that, and he'll be attacking the whole time off his back. He'll be throwing elbows. He'll be, you know, going for submissions, everything. So I, I think that's that's a really, really, really interesting fight, and I'm hoping that they'll get back on it. You know, obviously Khabib didn't take hardly any damage against Dustin. Um, and I think he's kind of hopefully getting in a groove where he wants to, you know, start fighting a little more often. He was out about a year after the McGregor fight and now he's back. And I think he wants to really set himself apart to be a pound for pound champion. He came out, said something about that. Um, you know, after the win, he was asking if he could be the number one pound for pound champ. He thinks he's, you know, he thinks he deserves it. Um, which you've still got, obviously, John Jones sitting in that position. I think Khabib slid in this week at number two, which is fair. But, um, yeah, so I, I think that's more than likely going to be the ne- next fight. Obviously, Connor's out there, you know, calling for a rematch. Um, he put up something about he wants to fight Khabib in Russia. Which I just, I, I don't see any way the UFC can skip up Tony again for Connor, especially after the last two performances Khabib had where he dominated Connor and he, you know, pretty much dominated Dustin. Um, I think the only fight that people want to see right now is the Tony Ferguson fight. And I, I think that's the right fight. Um, I also saw today, I think. Khabib was talking about wanting to fight GSP. That would be a huge, 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 huge fight. But I don't think the UFC is going to sign up for that right now um, after what GSP did the last time when he beat Bisbang and then just kind of gave up the belt and walked away. And it kind of kind of leaves you in a screwy situation if you were to do that at lightweight. And also, that'd be a lot of weight for GSP to cut. GSP's huge. He's fought at 170, 185. And he's just a big guy. I think that'd be... Too much weight for him to cut. He's getting older. Um, not not to say that I wouldn't like to see that fight, but um, for sure, I, I think the next fight for Khabib has got to be Tony Ferguson. Yeah, they had right here. Khabib was talking about a super fight with GSP for charity. He wanted to do it in Africa. He thinks they can make $30 million and do it all for charity. That'd be pretty cool. I could definitely see that happening um, somewhere in... In Africa, but I, I think that's you know one or two fights away. GSP's always you know in good shape, and I think that would be probably the only fight you could drag GSP out for would be a Khabib fight. But I really think he needs to fight a couple more times and really really establish himself as the pound for pound goat and the lightweight goat. So yeah, that's good. Um, Khabib had a huge payday. It was reported that he made over $6 million. Uh, Dustin Poirier made about 300000 Obviously, I, I think Khabib's kind of becoming a big star right in front of our eyes with Conor gone. Khabib's really capitalizing on it. He's especially, you know, in the Muslim wor- world and in the Russian world and, you know, the rest of the world. I think he's a really, really big star. And I think if he can keep fighting and keep putting on dominant performances he's he's really going to catch the american market by storm and we could really really see him you know become a huge star here in the next couple fights 
Um, let me see. For Dustin, I you know I, I felt really bad for Dustin. He's a seems to be just a great guy. He's got a great charity. He's kind of done it all. I think this was his forty first fight uh, professionally. He's been at it since he was sixteen or seventeen. So he's he's done it all. You know he's came up short a couple times, but he always seems to rebound strong. He actually called out McGregor, which to me makes a lot of sense. Um, I think McGregor obviously has to get a win, some sort of win, or at least a fight before he comes back and tries to make a claim to rematch Khabib. So for Connor, I'd be down to see him fight Dustin or also the winner of this weekend's um, fight versus Justin, uh, Justin Gaethje versus Cowboy. Um, either of those fights from McGregor's return fight would be huge. Dustin makes a lot of sense. You know, I think if Cowboy or Justin Gaethje have a, you know, huge performance this weekend, and um, I, I, I'd like to see them, one of them, fight Khabib next. I think both of those guys, especially Justin Gaethje, I think has what it takes to compete with Khabib if Tony Ferguson can't get it done in the next in the next match. I think he's got really good wrestling. He's super durable. He can scramble. Maybe be be able to get out of some of the wrestling exchanges with Khabib. So um, that'll be very interesting to see how this weekend shakes out. I think after this weekend's card, within two weeks, you'll get an answer from McGregor at kind of what he's going to do or what direction he's going to go. Because then I think the the lightweight division will be kind of opened up. You know, you'll have Khabib as the champion. Tony's waiting in the wings. And then you've got Dustin, Gaethje, Cowboy, McGregor. You know, whoever kind of wins and rises to the top out of that group would probably be next for the winner of Tony versus Khabib. So, um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, I think Dustin, immediately after the fight, some people were kind of worried that, you know, he may retire or whatever. But the last couple of days, it's been about a week or so, and you see him start getting more active. And he actually mentioned. Um, I thought this would be very, very interesting, but a, a Zufa boxing match against McGregor. It'd be the first Zufa boxing match. It'd be a huge, huge, huge fight card and an awesome way to, to start that company. I know Dana White's been talking about getting boxing going and getting into the boxing world, and that'd be a pretty amazing first uh, card to have there. You know, bank off McGregor's name and then... Um, a good comeback for Dustin. I think Dustin's one of the guys that could do either. He's got phenomenal boxing skills. Obviously, McGregor's done the the thing with Mayweather. He's got a little experience in boxing. So it'll be interesting to see how all that shakes up. That that could be really cool if they could get that rolling. And, you know, the fighters could transition back and forth from boxing to MMA. That'd be interesting to see how all that shakes out. And, um, you know, what would result of that? So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for UFC 242. Um, another notable fight, Barbosa and Paul Felder had a great fight. Paul Felder's one of my favorites. He's just so freaking tough and durable, and he's just a savage and, a, you know, seems like a really good guy. So he had a very, very close fight with Edson Barbosa. You know, some people were you know, a little angry with the, with the decision, uh, for Felder, they, I think Edson Barbosa is maybe even uh, challenging that. So, 
we'll see how that goes. But that uh, that could have gone either way. Regardless, it was a tough fight. You know, those two are two of the toughest guys at lightweight and two of the best fighters. So, um, yeah, Felder got the win there. Um, that's really the only two I want to talk about from UFC 242. Uh, moving on, we've got uh, Bad Motherfucker Belt. That's going to be really, really exciting. That just got added to the uh, Madison Square Garden card. That's going to headline after the Colby and Usman fight fell through. So that's that's just an awesome fight. You know, Nate Diaz made his return. He'd been out for for almost three years coming off of that McGregor fight and had a really dominant win against Showtime Pettis. You know, Jorge Masvidal had the two back-to-back vicious knockouts. He knocked out Darren Till in Liverpool, and then he came back with that huge, crazy five-second knockout versus Ben Askren. So both of those guys are on fire right now, and they're not going to get a title fight, so why not match those two up? It's two guys that have been around forever. You've got George Masvidal, West Coast gangster. Forever, you know, they've fought everyone. They've done everything. Um, these two guys deserve it. They're, they're going to get huge, huge paydays from this fight, and it, it's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. That just really, really stacked up that uh, UFC 244 card. They're making a special belt for it, which would be pretty cool. That would be the first time... That's ever been done. So, yeah, I think basically Nate Diaz is pretty much called his last two fights, and the UFC hasn't had to work that hard. He obviously, you know, called out the Pettis fight, and then after he won Pettis, he called out George Mazvadov. And these guys are just kind of going to capitalize on this. Uh, Colby and Usman fell through, so they're going to steal the show, and they're going to make it happen. And th- this card is. Just silly, silly stacked. I'm going to look it up real quick. I know they added um, Wonder Boy today, which is awesome. I actually, I think he fought on the last Madison Square Garden card, possibly. Uh, yeah, we got George Masvidal, Nate Diaz in the main event. The Black Beast coming off a knee surgery, I believe. He's been out probably about a year fighting um, Ivanov, a really tough, big-ass Russian guy. Johnny Walker making his comeback against Corey Anderson. That'll be a really, really interesting fight. So, um, let's see. Shakugan versus Maya. You've got Kelvin Gaslam, Darren Till. That's going to be a crazy fight. That's Darren Till's middleweight debut. Um, yeah, yeah, that's going to be fucking awesome. That's super, super risky fight for Darren Till coming off Two back-to-back losses. He lost to Woodley in that title fight, and then he got knocked out by George Masvidal. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. Um, you know, making the making the jump up to middleweight. Let's see. Okay, we got uh, welterweight Stephen Thompson taking on Vicente Luque. Vicente Luque is the guy that exploded um, Mike Perry's nose a couple maybe a month or so ago, uh, down in, it was somewhere in South America. That was, that was crazy. So yeah, he had that really close fight with Mike Perry, blew up his nose, went viral. Um, coming up against Steven Wonderboy Thompson, you know, perennial, perennial top guy at welterweight. So that'll be a big step up for Vicente Luque. 
That'll be very interesting to see. And then we've got Andre Arlovski on this card on the prelims. Holy shit. Yeah, wow. Still doing it. Andre Arlovski fighting a guy can't even pronounce his name. Um, 8-0 heavyweight. So, yeah, that's going to be a really, really stacked card. Might even try to make my way to that card. That would be pretty fucking cool. Um, let's see... Okay, real quick, I want to talk about the main event this weekend. You've got Justin Gaethje fighting Cowboy Cerrone. Um, these are literally two of my favorite fighters. This is going to be very hard one for me to call. Um, Justin Gaethje is coming off two huge knockout wins. James Vick, as well as Edson Barbosa, he really came back strong. He had that you know huge, huge debut against uh, Michael Johnson, and then he dropped two in a row to Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier, and then he's really come on strong with these two last knockout wins. So um, he's on a roll. If he can get past Cowboy, I, I think he's going to be the next fight for McGregor. I think it's just the most logical fight, um, and it's a fight that, you know, McGregor, it'll, it'll play to McGregor's strengths. He wants to get in there, you know, have a good stand-up fight with someone, um, Justin Gaethje is someone that's been finished in the UFC. He'll go to war, you know, for three, four, five rounds. And then he can get clipped. I mean, the way he fights, it's dangerous. He takes a lot of damage. Obviously, McGregor, it only takes one. So if McGregor's going to jump back in, I, I think the most logical, you know, person to come back against would be the winner of this fight. So you've got Justin or you've got Cowboy. Cowboy was on a huge, huge run. Um, Cowboy is, you know, one of my favorite fighters. He just fights three, four, five times a year. He's crazy. He's just an animal. He um, was on a three-five win streak before he ran into the psycho Tony Ferguson. So for Cowboy, he had a he's had a really, really good last couple years. He, you know, obviously lost to Ferguson. When his eye blew up, I think it was after the second round. Um, you know, I thought he looked good in the first round. He started getting beat up a little bit in the second round, and then he blew his nose and exploded his eye, and the doctor stopped the fight. So, you know, that was, I think, fight of the night. Great fight. He's looked good. Um, before that, he beat Ally Aquinta in a dominant decision. Um, he finished... Let's see, who did he fight? Oh, Alexander Hernandez knocked him out with a head kick. And then he also finished Mike Perry. Um, Mike Perry was up at 170, but he finished him with a nasty submission in the first round. So, yeah, I mean, 2018, 2019 was pretty good for Cowboy. So, yeah, th this is going to be an interesting fight. I think both of these guys, they're going to stand up. They're going to get after it. I think... Gaethje's best way to victory is to just try to break Cowboy down, hurt him, wear him out, you know, pick up the pressure, nonstop pressure, hitting him up high, wearing him out with those leg kicks. His leg kicks are next level. I think he has the best leg kicks in the UFC, uh, maybe ever. No one does as much damage as Justin Gaethje does with those leg kicks. He'll kick you, you know, 10, 15 times around both legs just wear you down 
wear you down, and then he'll try to clip you and break you. That's pretty much his style. He sits in front of you, tries to break you, and then you know he'll take damage, but he does a really good job of covering it up. Um, cowboy, for him, um, you know, obviously very, very, very technical kickboxer. But he's fantastic on the ground too. He's he's very very dangerous on the ground. I I think for him to get past Jay Gaethje, he's gonna have to get him to the ground. He's gonna have to find a, a way to submit him, which is no easy task. And Justin Gaethje is a you know very very high level wrestler. Doesn't get taken down. His scrambles are awesome. Um, but really, I, I think that's Cowboy's only way to victory. Um, I, I think if it stays standing up, Gaethje's just gonna. The pressure's going to be too much. He's going to break him down, break him down, break him down, and finish him. So, uh, like I said, this is a very, very hard one for me to call. These are two of my favorite fighters in the UFC right now. Um, But, I mean, gun to my head, if I had to make a pick, I'm going to roll with Justin Gaethje. I think Justin Gaethje is, you know, he's a younger guy. He's just, he's... I think his pressure is going to be too much. I think his pressure is going to be too much for Donald. It'll be similar to the Tony Ferguson fight. He'll just kind of break him down, and I think he's going to get him out of there in the third round. So I think it's going to be a crazy back and forth. Um, but I think Gaethje's going to start wearing him down, wearing him down, wearing him down. He's going to clip him. He's going to hurt him. And I think he finishes Cowboy Cerrone. And then, like I said, I think that sets up a giant fight uh, from McGregor's return against Justin Gaethje. And then by that time, hopefully, you know, Tony Ferguson and Khabib settle, settle their matchup. And, we, you know, that sets up a huge fight. If McGregor can get past Gaethje uh, for the winner of Tony Ferguson versus Khabib. And I think that's McGregor's real, that's really his only road back to a title. He's got to take a hard fight. He's got to, you know, fight a Justin Gaethje or a Dustin Poirier. And that's the only way he's going to get back to Khabib and get that rematch that he wants. So, yeah, those are my thoughts. Um, You know, really, really looking forward to this weekend. I I think it's going to be fireworks in the main event. And then, you know, coming up in the next month or so, we've got a lot of good fights. So I'll be back sometime next week. Um, Talked about possibly doing a fight companion. We might do that on Sunday, rewatch the fight uh, from Saturday and just comment on it and have a good time. But um, if not, I'll definitely be back next week, talk about the Cowboy and Gaethje fight, and then kind of look forward to uh, a couple of fights coming up down the road here. So, alrighty, as always, thanks for tuning in. This is Parker's MMA Show, signing off.